Be confident. Be bold. Be authentic. But don't forget to take action. This is Ordinary to Badass, where our stories empower women to step into the spotlight of their own lives and pursue what they're truly passionate about. It's time to step into the arena and become more than just extraordinary. It's time to become a badass with your host, Marie Sonneman. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass, episode number 272. In this episode, you're going to hear from Kana Laird. Kana is a health coach and mentor. She helps people deal from their emotional or deal with their emotional eating and reclaim their self-worth. So listen to the last episode if you want to hear more about that. This episode is a deep dive, three reasons why Kana Laird is so badass. And you'll also hear the weekly real real or real fake and get to weigh in on that. So stay tuned because you're not going to want to miss this episode. But before we get there, if you're loving the Ordinary to Badass podcast, please head over to iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. Every single rating and review absolutely helps the podcast and helps other badasses just like you to find the show. And with that, let's get to it. Welcome to Ordinary to Badass. Whether you're ordinary or badass, I am so glad you're here. First things first, we got to talk about real, real or real fake. So I want to know your opinion. How in the heck do you feel about goal setting? Are you a big goal setter? Do you think it's real? Do you think it's legit? Or are you someone that thinks "Mm, goal setting is crap? I want no part of it. I want to hear from you what you think. It's an interesting one because there's some statistic. And as I talk, I realize I should have looked it up before I even started this podcast episode. And I'm gonna turn off my fan or my heater. I mean, um, so you can hear me better. So sorry about that. But there's some statistic that's like 90% of people abandon their goals by like January 18th, something just crazy astronomical. So it leads you to wonder like, hmm, why do we set goals? So definitely something to reflect on. I would love to hear from you and what you think. Are they real, real? Setting goals, is it real, real or real fake? Do you start your goals around New Year's or before New Year's and plan it out? Or do you say, meh, forget it. I'm done. Hands in the air. So I want to hear from you. I'll tell you, I personally have done both. Done both ways. I get all into goal setting sometimes and then just like, meh, meh, whatever. And then some years I'm like, well, didn't work last year. (laughs) Why is it going to work this year? So I can see both sides of it. Sometimes I've set them and accomplished them. I want to know what you think. Setting goals, real, real or real fake. So let me know if you're on Spotify, there's going to be a poll. Otherwise, screenshot this episode, screenshot it, throw it in your Instagram stories, tag me at ordinary to badass and say real, real. Or if you think it's real fake, say that real fake. I want to hear from you. I want to know goals, real, real or real fake. All right, let's do this. Last, you heard from Canna Laird. Now, Canna is, helps people with emotional eating. So she's a health coach. And we talked about, well, 
we talked all things about health and what she does to stop emotional eating. And she had a eating disorder and how she overcame that and how she manages her health and nutrition and weight and that kind of thing now. So I thought it was really good. So fitting going into the new year as we're all setting goals, right? And well, I said, as we're all setting goals, see, that's not even right. Because if you listen to the episode from Canna, we'll get into it a little bit tonight. Um, that's not necessarily true. We don't set goals around certain areas or some people just don't set goals at all. So that's completely up to you. But I guess I said it probably from a personal standpoint, as far as weight, because I swear every year <laughs> there's got to be some weight goal, right? So that was my own personal thing coming out. Um, but that doesn't mean that I'm necessarily great at goal setting or that I love goal setting, but I think it's kind of a woman thing. Definitely can't be universal, right? Like some people don't struggle with weight or that's not something they've struggled with. We all have our particular issue. Anyway, that was a total side tangent. Let's get into it. Let's get into the three reasons why Canna Laird is so badass. Now, first reason is for how she changed her vice and used it to help others. Two is how she stopped people pleasing or she got done people pleasing. And third is goal setting. Threw it away. Stopped goal setting completely. So let's get into it. The first, Canna used her vice. She used her struggle. Oh, my hair is driving me nuts today. So if you keep seeing me messing with it, I don't know. I hate my hair around my neck. That's when my hair goes around my neck, it drives me bonkers. Anyway, um, she used her vice, the thing that she had an issue with, that she had a problem with her eating. And she did a lot of emotional eating and had had eating struggles for sure. But she conquered that. And she used it to help other people. What I see so often is these things that we struggle with, like eating. That's, that's a great example, right? We struggle with something and we're so embarrassed of it. We hide it. We keep it hidden in the dark, like the brownies you want to eat at night or the sweets and the chocolate, the M&Ms, whatever it is, right? Whatever your thing is, eat it, hide it, and don't tell other people and think that you are alone, that you are on an island of your own and nobody is coming to save you and you're just going to gorge out on that chocolate or again, whatever your thing is, any food, right? We all have our own vice, our own thing. So you don't talk about it to anybody. Nope. I'm, this is just me. I'm the only one that struggles with it. Nobody around me can relate to me whatsoever. And then it's hard. It's hard to recover from it when you're not sharing. The thing is, is like so many other people are going through the same things you and I are going through and you don't know it or you don't realize it. Or maybe you're like, oh, maybe somebody's struggling with it, but nobody around me is struggling with it. Nobody has my struggles or my issues. And we just personalize it internalize it so much that we don't share what we're going through and sometimes when you have that vulnerability when you share the things you're going through is when you find out like oh yeah a crap ton of other people are going through the same stinking thing but if you don't share then you'll never know 
So there is something important with sharing and I'm speaking to the choir here and I can be the worst at this, like sharing what my struggles are. And yeah, I can be bad at that and just try to like power through it, be tough. That's not always helpful. Sometimes it's helpful to help other people going through what you're going through or to like voice it to, in a safe place. If you have a solid group of friends around you, if you have family, if you have someone in your life that is supportive, then maybe you share it with them because chances are you're not the only one going through it. It's like rarely, rarely are you ever the only person going through it. So share, speak up first, do it in safe places, right? Do it with people you trust who you know aren't going to be harsh to you. And of course, the best friend rule, right? What would your best friend say to you? How, what would you say to your best friend? Would you be harsh on them about it? Probably not, but we're so hard on ourselves. So the whole thing is be like Canna in the sense like use your vice, use your struggle to help other people. I don't know about you, but nothing feels better to me than when I'm helping other people. It's like, it gets me out of my own head. It gets me out of my own way. And I don't worry so much. Right. Or if you could see, oh man, I don't have it that bad. Like I think it's really crappy or really shitty, but I don't actually have it that bad. Somebody else has it worse than me. And when you're helping other people, it kind of takes the focus off of yourself. But consider that if you have a problem, if you have something that you've overcome that you struggled with for a long time, consider teaching other people because you have direct experience. And I don't care if you do it for free or you decide to start a business and do it for money, but there's something inside that like lights up when you see other people making a change or you see that it's affecting others. And then like that can motivate you, right? That can keep you on track for whatever you want to stay on track for. If you want to run a marathon, you know, others that are doing it. Cool. That was kind of a tangent, but you know, if you want to get off, alcohol and start going to AA meetings. Cool. Start doing that and then teach others how they can do it once you conquer it. Or if you're overeating and, or have an eating disorder like candidate, then you start teaching other people. Once you conquer it, you start teaching other people how to do it. Or even as you're going through your, through your journey, you can share that. Hey, this is what I'm learning. This is what I'm trying to conquer right now. Up to you, whatever you're comfortable with. Some people just want to tell their closest friend and that's even hard. Okay, do that. Tell your close friends. Some people want to share their journey and what they're coming out of so that other people can learn it as they're coming out of it. That's cool too. You pick what works for you. Okay, number two, second reason why Canna Laird is so badass is because she stopped people pleasing. She said, I'm done. No more. Even when I try to people please, they're not pleased. They're not happy. So what in the heck is the point? What's the point? We try so hard to make everybody happy. And again, this tends to be a woman thing, like where you try to make everybody happy, make sure people please, people please, people please. Hard to say three times. (laughs) Um, So that everybody else can be okay. But what about you? What about how you feel? What if it doesn't work for you? And Canna said, okay, 
can I, if I'm to please somebody, can I please myself? And if I can, what would I want to do? What do you want to do? What would make you happy? If you were to focus on people pleasing yourself and making yourself happy and going towards your goals, what would that look like? Sometimes we forget to ask this question to ourselves. We turn to our friends. What would make you happy? What would make you happy? Like asking your friends, but we forget to ask ourselves. What would make you happy? What would bring you joy? What lights you up when you talk about it? That's what you want to do more of, right? And I think sometimes we make it so complicated. We think, oh, I don't have enough time. This is going to be so extreme. It doesn't have to be extreme. It doesn't have to be something that you do for every day of your life. It can just be a little sliver of time, especially when you're first starting out. That's how it happened for me with Ordinary to Badass and starting a side business. I totally did not know what I wanted to do. And I had a tough time focusing. And I was like, oh man, looking at other people who did something every day, excuse me, and who like every day would review their goals. That was like, mm, that seems way off to me. That's way out of my realm. Or people that, worked on self-improvement every day that seemed out of like out of reach for me but here's the thing you don't have to do things every day all the time in my opinion or in my experience it starts with doing just a little bit and then if you get excited and it's fun then you want to do it again and do it again and do it again and it's kind of can be a slow ease it can be a slow process it doesn't have to be Completely immerse yourself and you're going to change overnight because I would think, well, that's good for them, but not for me, or they're just so disciplined and that's not me. Who says? Maybe it can be you, or maybe it doesn't have to be you and you can just do it your own way. How about that? Doing things your own stinking way as opposed to what you should do. Meh. Nobody likes to do what they should do. It's like, we'd just prefer to do what we want to do. So how about you just immerse yourself in the things that you want to do in the way that you want to do them without the shoulds, without expectations or what you think other people would want from you or what you think is expected from you. If you like it, if you enjoy it, how about you just do it? How about you just have those experiences? Even if it's only a small percentage of the time, the amount of joy that just a small task can bring, and if you're just doing it for a short amount of time, who stinking cares? At least you're introducing it into your life. And like I said, sometimes just doing that small thing and say you're doing it for five minutes a day or 30 minutes a day, and that's all you're doing or 30 minutes a week, five minutes a week. I don't care but you're doing it. And then it starts to grow like excitement and like, oh yeah, I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. Cool. So release the expectations. Stop people pleasing. Take it from Canna. What can you do to please yourself? And if you could do that, 
then what would you want to do? If you're pleasing yourself, making yourself happy, what would you want to do? And I would say, write that down. Take a second right now and write that down. And if you're not near a pen and paper, then put it in your phone, right? Most of us have our phone around us all the time and type it in the notes section or the notes app on your phone. I think everybody has that. So put it in the notes app section on your phone and then look at that from time to time, right? Sometimes that helps if we're like, hmm, do a little review. You can look at it every day. You can look at it once a week. Just look at it and then get your idea from there. What would you want to do if you were not people pleasing? Okay, number three. Canna stopped goal setting. Third reason why she's so badass is because she stopped goal setting. Now, goal setting can be a thing. People can feel so much pressure to set goals, even if they don't accomplish them, or if they have no interest in accomplishing them. They just think it's the thing to do around New Year's. Guess what? It doesn't have to be. If you want it to be, cool. Do it. If you don't, move on. It's not your thing. Not your jam. That's cool. I like that. Do what works for you. But Kana said she kind of had like, uh, I was going to say a toxic relationship. Maybe that's my words, not hers, but with food and with weight. So she stopped setting goals around her weight. And she really focused on what her body can do for her. So she's like, if you hate your legs, think, what if I didn't have legs? What would that look like? What are my legs good for? Well, they're good for taking me to the grocery store. So I might not be able to walk to the grocery store. I wouldn't be able to walk to the grocery store or walk around in the grocery store if I didn't have legs. So I love my legs for helping me get around in the grocery store. And sometimes she makes a list on the left-hand side of why she hates her body and the right-hand side, why she loves her body. And then she tries to focus on the positive things. What is it that body part can do for her? How is it helping her in some way? Kana said she started looking at her body as a tool. A tool that can get her places, like her legs, right? They can get her through the grocery store and she can walk around. So that body part that you hate, what is it it can do for you? What is the positive? Uh, growing up, I always hated my nose. And I always thought I had a big nose, so I was self-conscious about it. Okay, what does my nose do for me? I can smell, right? It allows me to smell things. And that's helpful. Not if it stinks. <laughs> but it's helpful, right? So if you hate a certain part of your body, think of, wait, but what does it do for me? What does it allow? What does it allow me to have or to feel or do? So what is the part of your body that you hate or you struggle with or you're critical about? What is that part? What is one thing that it does for you? How does it help you? What's the benefit? Do you have that part of your body at all? Usually, 
they serve a purpose, right? And they help us in some way. They do something good for us, but we forget to see that. And we solely focus on it. We focus on the bad. And that's another thing Kana said. She said, you know what? I stopped focusing on the food I eat, whether it's good or it's bad. It just is. And then she focuses on what her body is craving instead of, oh, this food's good. This food's bad. I'm not going to have it because it's bad. I'm only going to have good food. Well, she said she started focusing on how the food made her body feel. Okay, this food makes my body feel good. This food makes me feel energized. It makes me feel happy. It makes me feel vibrant. And then if she would eat something, a so-called bad food, maybe it made her feel sleepy and tired and just sluggish. So then she started to notice just how the food made her feel as opposed to if it was good or bad food for her to have. And she's like, if I want those dang greasy potato chips, I'm going to have the potato chips because that's what I want. But it doesn't mean I'm bad. It doesn't mean the food is bad. It's just something that I want right now. So maybe it's a matter of reframing some of the stuff that we've been taught. Like, oh, that's bad for you. That's so bad. No, that's bad. Because then every time you eat that thing, you feel like shit. You feel so bad about yourself because it's like, mm, man, I ate that bad thing. That's so bad of me. And then we associate ourselves as being bad. You are not bad just because you ate a quote unquote bad food. You are a badass. You can eat whatever the heck you want to eat and be like Canna. Maybe consider stop associating good or bad with food or good or bad with your weight. You don't have to set goals and especially around your weight. Cause I think that a lot of women set weight goals at the beginning of each year, or they at least have this idea like, Oh, I want to lose 50 pounds this year, 20 pounds this year, whatever it is. Do you have to, how does setting that goal make you feel? Traditionally, how does setting that goal make you feel a month in? It's time. It is so time that we stop beating ourselves up over our weight and our bodies. You are a beautiful badass and I love you for being here. And I think this episode was perfectly timed to remind us we don't have to set goals around our weight or our body. You are perfect as you are. Okay, quick recap. Three reasons why Canna Laird is so badass. First, is she used her vice to help others. Second, she's done people-pleasing. And third, because she stopped goal setting. So definitely reach out to Kana. Let her know if she helped you in any way, what did she teach you? Or what action step are you going to take? So reach out to her, reach out to me, tag me on Instagram at Ordinary to Badass. And of course, I will tag Kana. So we want to hear from you. It means the world, like absolutely exciting. I love to hear your feedback and what you think and what your takeaways were, because then that also tells me like, okay, maybe I should do more of this content. Maybe I should do more of this. It kind of helps me navigate and see what you're interested in and what you are learning. Okay. With that, we'll end the show. To all the badass women out there staying in the arena, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, own it and get after it.
Now that you've listened to this episode of Ordinary to Badass, we want to hear from you. Go to our website, OrdinaryToBadass.com slash podcast and submit your own experience on how you took your life from ordinary to badass and get the chance to be on a future Spotlight episode of the show. That's OrdinaryToBadass.com forward slash podcast. While you're waiting for the next episode of the show, wipe off the sweat, dust off the dirt, and get back in the arena.